Okay, let's get going. Yeah, we like movies. Movies are good. Um, yeah, I like movies too. Welcome to Late to the Movies. My name is Ben Holt. This is a podcast where me and my friends get to fill in our movie blind spots. Week by week, we'll pick a movie that one of us, at least one of us, hasn't seen before. And I say at least because I think a bunch of us on this one haven't seen this week's movie. We're uh, in, in the midst of the Christmas season. So this week's movie is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation from 1989, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the new person in the movie is everyone but Noah. This is the first time for me. Oh, you Greg seen it? and Ray. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. I didn't know you hadn't seen it. I didn't know you hadn't seen it. Oh, I'm excited. It's a fun yeah. surprise, right? Oh, wow. That's interesting. So, uh, cool. Greg. Here. So, Noah will be hosting. Noah, so, <laughs> yeah. Noah's hosting. Hey, Noah, how's it going? Hey, good. Good. So it's good. late to the movies. Yeah, <laughs> good, good to have you back. It's the same crew that did the first Christmas movie this season. That was the Muppet Christmas Carol. And uh, left to right across your podcast dial, it's Noah, Ray, and Greg. What's up, guys? Hey, Not much. Excited to talk about the movie. Excited to talk about the movie. But before we get into National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, as always, we start with talking about, I don't know, what are you guys watching? Anything fun lately? It's been, I don't know, probably what, three weeks since we recorded? Two weeks? Who knows? Oh, we watched that new movie on Netflix about the gay couple at Christmas. Getting into the Christmas oh. spirit. Single all the way. Single all the way. Oh, I saw it. Oh. I saw yeah. that. Well, it's very it, clearly but... like, oh, it's a Hallmark movie, but they're like, we're going to do two gay guys and make it by Netflix. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was it? It's exactly how you'd think. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some of it. Last year, Hulu had the lesbian Christmas movie. Oh. So Netflix has the gay man Christmas movie this year. So you watched, started watching it without me, so I wasn't really paying attention when I hopped in later. And I just kept making comments like, oh, my God, he's with this other guy. I, I thought he was going to end up with his best friend that he keeps talking about this whole time and acting like I was surprised at the Hallmark plot. And I thought I was funny. We it's had really a good time fun. with it. I was like, no, he's not. going. They're just friends. They're roommates. They've been together for eight years as just friends, Greg. Yes. That's how it's going to stay. They're going to stay just friends. Yes. Yeah. I went to bed before it was over and I was like, I'm going to bed. I'm tired. But if he ends up getting together with the roommate, wake me up. I got to hear about this. <laughs> You'll never guess what happened. <laughs> so that, I'm actually kind of excited for Spider-Man. I'm really excited for Spider-Man. Spider-Man, that's uh, what, week after n- next week? Is it the week after that? It's it's soon, I know. I don't know. I When I say I'm excited. <clears throat> I shouldn't say that because this episode isn't coming out for another nine days after we record it. So. When I say I'm excited, I don't mean like I'm going to go see it as soon as it comes out kind of thing. But I, I, I'm... I even feel bad about being excited for it because obviously Marvel did their thing. They keep putting out their trailers like, ooh, is Tobey Maguire going to be in this? You don't know. You have to come see it. And I'm like, okay, this is, I get what you're doing. It's stupid. It doesn't work. And then I saw like three trailers and I'm like, okay, fine. It works. I want to see the movie. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, fucking got me. I knew it would. Yeah, that's how they do. That's how they do. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel, I think, a similar way, which is like, I mean, they got Melina back. They got Willem Dafoe back. So I, I got to do it. Yeah. And I thought it was pulled out of Marvel. Like, I was like, this is too much. I enjoyed Endgame. Just then when you thought like, you were out. Yeah, then they are like, you know what? Just keep slamming us with movies and TV shows. And I haven't watched, like, anything since Endgame. And I'm like, oh, I think that's the end for me. And then this one, I'm like, oh, no. You I didn't watch the last Spider-Man? You sh- uh, I you did. I, that I, th- yeah, that came out, like, right after Endgame, mm-hmm. right? I saw that one. Yeah. I think that was my last Marvel movie I saw. Marvel is really milking it, though. They're, it's too much. It is. It's it too does, much. It does seem like too it, much. it feels crazy because they took like an 18-month break between that and Black Widow. Yes. Um, But it already feels again like, oh, my God, another Marvel movie. 
Yeah. It's too much for me. Yeah. Even though since since they started making them again, it's well putting them out again was what Black Widow, uh, Shang Chi, and Eternals. Is that all that's been out since pandemic? It, yeah, and then the TV shows. Because so? oh, I think there was yeah, like what, TV four TV shows, shows since then too. I think. That's a lot. Oh my god. That's, that's, a a good, that's a good point. Yeah, I forgot about the TV show. So three movies and four TV shows. Ah, uh, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Who can keep up with that? No one. Not DC. Not a single person. <laughs> What's DC up to? What are they working on? Uh, the Batman. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And they had the Suicide Squad over the the summer. The oh, Suicide right. Squad was over. The summer. Wonder Woman two came out sometime during the pandemic. Last years. Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the second Christmas in a row where someone is an embarrassingly bad CGI cat makeup and then someone speaks directly to the camera at the end of the movie and it's also very uncomfortable. Yeah, I heard two that Christmases in a row. Why? How is that a Christmas thing? What's I don't know why. This Christmas. Spider-Man. Ooh. Spider-Man. Someone's going to be a terrible cat CGI and then Spider-Man's going to turn and embarrassingly speak directly to camera. Can't wait. I am really hoping now. Last thing on movies. Christmas season, we haven't really... This is the start of it for us for the most... I guess it was Muppets too. Love Christmas movies. Trying to get some in right around now. It's a good time for it. The the sun goes down at like 3 p.m., so mm. you might as well turn on some movies. Mm-hmm. We usually do Elf every year. Mm-hmm. We Elf tried to get our daughter to watch uh, Muppets after we did our episode, and she told us, no, they sing bad. Wow. Yeah, that's she a said, direct sing quote. Bad. Sing bad. Sing bad. Because we told her, we were like, no, watch it. a critic, dang. She could yeah. not get through the intro. We're like, no, no, keep watching. They're going to sing because she loves it when people sing in movies. Yeah. And as soon as they started singing, she listened to it for 30 seconds and goes, no, 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 sing bad. Sing no, bad. Man. No. Oh, wow. I was like, that's, wow. That's too bad. Mm. That's like the one thing you liked about the movie. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I disagree with her on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's good to know when your kid's wrong, I guess. That's yeah. Um, so that, that's a better transition than I was anticipating because what I most recently saw was earlier today I saw the new West Side Story and people singing that too. Oh, did they sing bad? No. Okay, um, good. Was it was it actually good? Yeah, it was amazing. It was wow. So good. I know you were really nervous about it. Yeah, because I don't know. I haven't really like really loved a Steven Spielberg movie for a few years at mm-hmm. least. Um, and I was thinking back on okay, if this is as good as people are saying it is, what is it the best Spielberg movie since? And I guess your mileage will vary on if you really liked Bridges, Spies, and Lincoln in the last few years. But um, 2002, he had Minority Report and Catch Me If You Can, both of which are awesome movies. So it might be since that. It might be like almost 20 years. Um, I did not like Ready Player One for his more recent stuff. So Oh, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. Right? Um that's yeah. That's not good that you didn't realize it's a Spielberg movie. Um, I like that movie. That was good. It was but, fun. Like yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. Fun. It's like yeah. a good way to, to put it. But uh, it's just like, hey, remember this? Like, yeah, I remember that. Thanks, Steve. And he's like, how about this? You remember this? It's like, yeah, no, I remember that too. I remember that. <laughs> well, see, that's good because I uh, I always get nervous about the musicals for the yeah. Oscars. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you'll like it. I don't know. It's West Side Story. So if you like West Side Story, you like this. I don't think I even know anything about West Side Story. Okay, well, um, the first movie came out 60 years ago to the year, 1961. It won 10 Academy Awards. Uh, Rita Moreno won Best Supporting Actress in it. She's in this one again as a different I character. Didn't see that. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, the first one's really good. This one's really good, too. It's, it's just like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, Steven Spielberg, still really freaking good. 
It's it's just it's it's really good. Yeah, go see it. It's it's in theater. I'll now. probably see it. You didn't see it in like middle school or high school or anything? No. Did we, did someone did they make us watch like our high school put it on as a play at one point? Does uh, that yeah. sound familiar? Yeah, so so one of the main criticisms for the nineteen sixty one one that this one does what it can to correct is that it's a lot of white people with pretty big accents doing the Puerto Rican characters. So our school put it on, and as you know, no Puerto Rican people go to went to our school, which no, is about ninety eight percent white. So, um, so I, I guess as bad as nineteen sixty one's West Side Story holds up, Somerset High School's two thousand seven production probably doesn't hold up very well either. <laughs> um, I played a Puerto Rican person no, in that one. <laughs> you did, yeah, with my orange beard. It, I don't know. I, I, in my defense, I did ask to be a jet. And they said no. So yeah. the the Jets have more songs. So I just think they didn't think I had the capacity. But uh, who 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 is the other the other gang? Uh, Jets and Sharks. The Sharks are the uh, Puerto Rican gang. And uh, yeah, so I mean, Kansas there are still some photos from that production, and I think I probably have a DVD of it. But it, it's probably like disqualifying from holding any office. It's very racist. I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> And I remember thinking at the time, hey, I don't want to be part of this, but the teachers made us do it. They seemed to be very into the idea, so I don't know. Feels like a problem. Yeah. It did at the time, too. It definitely did at the time. <laughs> and you look back at it, and you're like, wow, it's a bigger problem now. <laughs> yeah, it's a bigger problem now. Other stuff I'm watching, um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a YouTube channel called Defunct Land that is really good if you're into any theme park stuff or... Even just like short documentaries, um, he actually just put out a feature length video on YouTube. About, I think it's like an hour and 40 minutes long on the science of lines, like waiting in line. Hmm. Um, it's it's a lot more interesting than it sounds. And then also the Beatles get back on Disney Plus. <gasps> it's like nine hours long. I mean, I'm into the third episode. It's really good. So for the next episode of this podcast, right, mm -hmm. we all watch that movie of West Side Story, not the Steven Spielberg at the Somerset High School. Yeah, so if I find right. a DVD, I'll, I'll try and... We all watch like, it. Throw it on the, no, the no, Instagram so the viewers can like, watch it as well. No one's in like no one's in like brown face, but everyone's doing accents. And I remember feeling uncomfortable about that. Yeah, that's not good. Can we get a it's taste of... Uh-uh. Uh no, no. <laughs> no, you cannot. All right, we'll have to wait for the movie. Yeah, that's one I haven't seen. Too, so. Yeah, I haven't seen. It. I can be the one who hasn't seen it on that episode. <laughs> uh, there you go. Um, but yeah, no, this version's a lot better that Steven Spielberg just put out. So check check that out. Nice. Um, and with that, let's get into National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So Noah, you had seen this before. I think you said this is one of your favorite Christmas movies. Right? Yeah, I've seen this many times. Yeah, what it's do you? A, what's what is it about it that you keep coming back to? It's one of those movies that's like a family tradition for us to watch oh, it. Sure. I think it was like when mm -hmm. it came out, it's like very much my dad's style of comedy. Um, so we just kind of took to it and kept watching it every single year with um with our family. So it's yeah, it's a tradition. I I like the comedy in it. So yeah, holds a special place in your heart. It does. What did you guys know about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation before watching it? So I knew he ties a tree to the car because okay. I've seen the, the car as like Christmas ornaments and decorations and things like that with the big tree on it. Did you think it'd be a bigger part of the movie seeing all I the merch about it? It was going to be a bigger part of the movie because basically the Not only just thing. Not like one shot of the tree on the car from behind <laughs> yeah. for 
seven seconds. Yes. Uh. So the only like thing I've seen like merchandise wise is this car with the tree on it. <laughs> Nothing else from the movie. So I knew about that. And then I feel like I've seen pictures of uh, Chevy Chase's face because he makes a lot of interesting faces. But I don't know if every time I've seen him, it was from like this movie because I knew it was like in a series. But I thought it was one of those like yeah. not really very connected kind of series. Uh, and that's about it. So um, I actually tried to watch this movie. It was either this uh, last year or the year before because it was on HBO or something and it was Christmas time. I'm like, hey, I haven't seen it. Let's put this on. And it starts with that like Santa Claus animation of just Santa getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah. And it was really, really long and I didn't enjoy it at all. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm going to put on something else. I don't know what this is leading up to, but I don't like it. (laughs) So that's what I knew about it. Yeah. I didn't realize until it happened in the movie, the end scene, like as the windows break, I was like, oh, I've seen this part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like as soon as the windows like break, I was like, I've I've seen this part, actually. Nice. Um, I am familiar with the Vacation franchise in that I've seen the first one. And I f- for some reason, Vegas Vacation was on TV all the time when we were growing up. So I've seen that multiple times just because like it's on. And um, I knew about Chevy Chase obviously being the, I don't know if core is the right word, but whatever, the star of the series. And just knowing generally about Chevy Chase, uh, I guess, is is the main thing here. I wasn't sure what the chronology was of the vacation movies. This one's the third one after the first one. It's just National Lampoon's Family Vacation. And then European Vacation. Then Christmas Vacation. Then Vegas Vacation. Then... I think there's a short somewhere in 2010-ish, I want to say. Then 2015 is the Ed Helms vacation. I don't know if any of you guys saw that one. I don't know like any of these. I saw that one. Oh, okay. I know nothing. Well, Wait, should, is that? You should be oh, familiar no. with the Christmas vacation. One. What's the one with, I, I don't think this is um, one of the vacations, but the one with Jennifer Aniston. I think Ed Helms is in that too. Is that the they go on a road trip or something? The Ed Helms one, it's him and uh, Christina Applegate's like the. Oh, that's um. Me, what am I thinking? Meet the Millers. Is that, yeah, yeah, something okay. like that, right? Yep, that sounds. I right. think that's. I think so. I know, no. Yeah. So the 2015 one, Ed Helms plays a grown-up version no. of the kid Where from the, the first movies. Something with the Millers, right? Something oh, about Millers. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think that was. Was that Ed Helms? I don't think was that. Was it Sudeikis or are you confused? It had Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Oh, yeah. I think that's what I'm doing. Yeah, okay. the, yeah, and they yeah. get in the RV and they yeah, drive to yeah, Mexico. Yeah yeah. 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 Totally unrelated. Sorry. Yeah. No and I are on the same page. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe in the literal sense unrelated, but probably thematically, I'd, I haven't seen it, but I imagine fairly related to stuff in the vacation series. Yeah. It's probably a lot of crossover. <laughs> um, so the other vacation movies are all road trip movies or, you know, plane trip, I guess, in European one. Um, does this count as a vacation? It's my first question about this movie. Okay. We wondered the same thing. Because it's in their house. They don't go anywhere. They don't go anywhere. Except to get the tree. That's true. Um, But that seems like an afternoon. It's not like a vacation. It's a vacation for the people that come to visit them, though. Is that established? Because we don't know how far away they're going. Yeah, but they're not. Well, at least one, one family's... They can't be from like around the corner, cousin so, Eddie. They got to be from like. Well, they don't have a home anymore, so technically they're just like right so, outside. So does that? House. So are they always vacationing or never vacationing? 
I, as long as they're within sight of their RV, I think they're not on vacation. I don't know. I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like wherever they go. So yeah, vacation. that was my question. Is <laughs> the vacation, yeah. is the um, titular vacation referring to that of the weirdo supporting hanger-ons that come to their house? So I was also thinking. Because the Griswold family is not on vacation in this movie. My thought is a lot of people just take time off around the holidays and you say like I'm on vacation. Yeah. See, like I'm I was on vacation thinking, that week. I was thinking yeah. that too, but like Christmas vacation is like after Christmas, right? It's between Christmas and New Year's, like if you're talking about Christmas vacation, uh, right? No, it doesn't have to. Yeah, these people get here on like December sixteenth, I think is. Yeah, what it it's like, like mid December at the start. Mm. So I don't think that's Christmas vacation. He's yet. still going to work while these people are just in his house. Oh, that's no, I don't true. call that vacation. Yeah. Just right? eating breakfast and stuff. But every other movie in this series is called Vacation, right? I yeah. Just so it's just like, the it's third as simple one. as that. They're not it's just that. like, oh, we got a good idea about this and uh, we don't want to. made a little to. bit more of an effort to tie in that theme. Right? I did not care about that at all. I was like, <laughs> I oh, it's probably, you know, Home this. Alone is more of a vacation movie because yeah. at least most of the characters go they on go vacation. They go on a Christmas vacation. Yeah. Yes. the characters are on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Is that vacation? Uh, okay. I, I, I think this is not key to the no. story <laughs> or the comedy or Ben thinks that's important it was, ben, it's, ben it's, it's, it's the only note I have no um, uh, how do we stretch this into an hour how do we stretch this into an hour no I got I got a lot to talk about so let's let's um, with that out of the way until we bring it up again Greg do you want to give us a plot summary let me check it is yes it is recording oh okay okay Um, sure I don't have a good one lined up for this honestly but that's all right we have our, our family, the Griswolds, starts with them going out to pick out their tree. The dad, Chevy Chase, is very much a comedy family dad. I feel like it's pretty typical of what you'd see in a movie like this 30 years ago. And we just kind of follow his antics as he decides to have his whole family you know, in-laws all come to his house for Christmas vacation, like you said, starting around the 16th. And it is just kind of a lot of slapstick nonsense hilarity going on, everything kind of going wrong for him as he's has this like great vision of how awesome this is going to be in his head until it kind of comes to a boiling point when he kind of snaps and things just go over the top. And it ends with the, the a SWAT team raiding his house. And then he realizes that, you know, this is a, still a great vacation. <laughs> and Christmas <laughs> is what you make of it kind of thing. Yeah. And it's a happy Christmas movie by the end. A lot of it is him chasing a Christmas bonus. He's so convinced he's going to get that he has already spent it all. Like money he does not have. And he mentions that this check is going to bounce if he doesn't get this um, Christmas bonus that he's waiting for. Which he obviously is. is everyone, All of the audience is aware this is not coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's essentially it. I mean, it's a uh, it's a comedy that basically takes place in one house for almost the whole runtime of the ninety seven minutes. Uh yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't seen this before. But like I said, I'd seen the other vacation movies, and for all his foibles, I do like Chevy Chase in this mode. So I I enjoyed it. Not that not that we're wrapping so, up, but so <laughs> uh, going in, I'm like fifty fifty. I feel like. Maybe half okay. the comedy landed for me, but this it's a comedy. There's a lot in there. So it's not like I was bored or anything. It was like enjoyable enough. I think some of it is a little too slapsticky and some of it is just like 
it's kind of old. Some of it's a little bit of like outdated comedy that it doesn't really work as well oh, today. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly how I felt about it too. And like, I definitely, there was parts that I laughed. Like I thought it was, for there, sure. there was there definitely some parts, parts that, that I thought were me. really funny. Mm-hmm. But then there was other parts where I was just kind of like groaning and rolling my eyes kind of thing, you know? So, so, so like my sixth note is, uh, oh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is here and is immediately sexually harassed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> yes. Just immediately. Um, in a classic, I don't think like, she's had a line yet at that point. She <laughs> yeah. just goes like, "Oh, there, he, there he is." Yep. Then yes. he immediately sexually arrests her. But that's our, that's our. Hero. Um, is she like? Are those neighbor characters in other vacation? Movies? No idea, and I will not look it up. Okay. Noah, do you know? I've. I think this is the only vacation movie I've seen. <laughs> so <don't laughs> we assume that they had to be because otherwise, this was just a really weird. Well, on vac- they're not usually in their own house on vacation, so how would we know? Yeah, that's okay. true. Unless it starts or ends in their house. And to be honest with you, I don't have a great memory for them. So, not totally related to the movie, but I think good thing to get into immediately. The cousin-in-law, right? Eddie. Eddie, yep. He is in other other ones. So, the thing we immediately notice is he's the crazy guy in Independence Day, I think. The pilot. The pilot who was actually abducted by aliens and everyone doesn't believe him. And then the aliens show up and they're like... Oh shit, this guy probably was abducted by aliens. So that's Randy Quaid. Um, I haven't seen Independence Day in a very long time. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say ever. Oh, He's no. the crazy dad. He like sacrifices himself in the end. He's not really crazy because he was probably remember. abducted by aliens. I guess they don't clarify. Maybe he wasn't. He's drunk all the time. But oh, sounds like the, his character the, in this movie. It's like the same character, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's just how gets I immediately noticed. I was like, wait a minute. That's what Randy yeah. Quaid do. I cannot remember the actor's name I'm thinking of. For anyone who's seen The Office, Todd Packer, right? Oh, that's um. Oh, that's um. I know who. Yeah, he's he, also an anchor man. That's a different. Guy. Yes. No. No. Hit. I feel like him. His whole acting career, he saw this movie and was like, I'm just going to play pretty, Eddie yeah. in every movie ever. This, yeah. this is what I want to yeah. do. I want to be Eddie I in every movie that. I've ever been in. <laughs> and that. that's what he does. He's just like, oh, he just plays this character in every other movie he's ever been in. What's Krampus, that? he's like really that exact same character. <laughs> Like oh, that was a good movie. I enjoyed yeah. Krampus. But he's just, he's just, yeah. He is yeah. li- literally just Eddie in that But movie. he does play that character. He he's plays the that, exact yeah. same character. And it's a Christmas And Todd movie. Packer yeah. in The Office isn't that That's much different one. than Eddie. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I forgot that actor's name, but he always plays a and character. And he plays the same guy in Anchorman, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw Eddie, I was like, oh, my God. Another actor based his whole career. Keckner. I knew it had a K in it. David Keckner. Oh. I'd never have guessed that. Right. He yeah. tell me he's not just Eddie in every single Yeah, movie. yeah, that's that's sort of just the vibe he brings to his roles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he's like not Eddie. in this film, but we can continue talking. About <laughs> I know, I know. I just like <laughs> as soon as I saw Eddie, I was like, this is that guy. It, this is this is him. Yeah, I can yeah. see Keckner gets a lot of that. So that's Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid's kind of gone gone full weirdo at this point in time. But, um <laughs> <laughs> he went he got two inside the character i think <laughs> i guess so that's uh obviously dennis quaid's brother uh dennis quaid normal normal guy <laughs> but yeah so i liked eddie uh i think the worst scene in the whole movie is uh chevy chase talking to the department store girl it's horrible oh, yes. it didn't age well it, it aged age so badly well, it's basically the typical like dad is sees this attractive woman at a department store when he's supposed to be buying something for his wife and he's just like 
keeps accidentally saying like nipple and like weird semi sexualized words to this woman. She's so she's much. like so much. She's picking up what he's putting down though. Yeah. Yes. He, yeah. Yes. His wife's dead now. You know? Yeah. This, this like no, she's a, not dead. They're just divorced. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. 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 A plus family. Right. Man. Good job. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I did like out of that scene is uh, up to that point, they kept mentioning how Chevy Chase is a family man and things like that. And yeah. this is the first like they show you like, oh, OK, he is until this attractive department store girl is here and then his wife's dead or yeah. divorced. He just likes to or, harass yeah. poor people that are at work. <laughs> you yeah. know, I was like, this is poor lady. Nice. She's trying to work. And then uh, what I do like about that scene and I don't believe it's intended to be taken that way, but we should mention the the kids in this movie are Juliette Lewis and Johnny Galecki. It's a different pair of kids in every movie. Um, really? Yep. Literally five five mainline vacation movies, five, five different sets of kids. Uh, Do they ever acknowledge it? I guess they're... It's, uh, I don't know. I wonder why. I guess we said we haven't really are seen the other ones. Are these movies far so. apart? No. Hmm. No, first one's 83. This is the third one. It's 89. Well, still six years. That's a lot. There's another one in between. There's one in between, though. Well, what I'm saying is, are the kids the same age in all the movies? You think it's like a Simpsons thing? Like, they're always the same age? No, like, they didn't want their next movie to have teenagers instead of kind of thing. You know what I mean? So like the Stranger Thing problem? Yeah. So they just change out the actors. That makes sense. No one's going to care. I don't know what Stranger Thing is just making it singular sound so weird. Um, that's a strange anyway, thing. Anyway, that's Johnny Galecki from uh, Big Bang Theory in in there um, as the kid. Oh, okay. Huh. He has oh. glasses yeah. in, in mm. your mind. Um, but he, he walks over and he's like looking for his dad in the department store. And he like looks and he sees him across the room and the girl's like modeling lingerie for him or whatever. <laughs> that was so yes. weird. And, <laughs> so weird. And this is what? He's like 10 years old. This like 10 year old kid gives a look like dad's at it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I okay. can't see the line. It's like, wow, this happens all the time. And he just strolls up and just just undercuts it pretty well. Like this this kind of thing happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that didn't age great. I feel like that was like pretty typical comedy at yeah, that was, time period. But the 80s. Yeah, that's fine. It was, but it was not enjoyable. <laughs> no, it wasn't like an enjoyable scene. And not even like in one of those, I don't know. Sometimes you watch modern comedies and like the whole thing is based off of like cringe humor right but like, i feel like this was like 10 times worse because it's like oh wow this was funny 30 years ago it's not funny now <laughs> i still think it was kind of funny but <laughs> i think funny. yeah because of i don't know so what do you guys think of all the uh like the acting chevy chase does with his face it's chevy chase so i the, my first note my first note in the movie besides begins with a very long animated sequence is uh, chevy chase is playing the character that chevy chase always plays uh, which is Chevy Chase, um, and then the, then the subnote is so is Juliette Lewis, who is the daughter, who's doing her kind of uh, disaffected and sarcastic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's just Chevy Chase's thing, man. You you like it or you don't, and he does the same thing every movie he's in. I didn't mind it. Sometimes it was, it was funny. Yeah, we did notice that there was a couple times. Who did it remind you of? Uh, oh, I said Jack Torrance in The Shining. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then, because especially towards the end when he towards is like end, at yeah. his breaking point, you know yeah. what I mean? He's really the, losing it. Yeah. Well, he's really losing it. Yeah, the, we're at the threshold of hell. <laughs> <laughs> He'll make some faces where you can tell like he's real crazy looking. And she mentioned that. He's like, oh, he looks like the dad from The Shining. And I was like, he, he fucking does look like <laughs> He was mentally there at that point. I think he yeah. was. It was supposed to be like that. But it was I, supposed to be. I, I like that By the time I had gotten to that point in the movie, I'm like, oh man, this is the family man but like 
behind the scenes, he's probably like beating his wife or something. <laughs> he's know. a very intense dude, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, but th- I mean, that's that's the whole thing with the vacation movies. It's just him, like, oh, this is gonna be. We have a perfect family. Everything's gonna go great, and then stuff blows up, and he doesn't deal with it well. Mm. Maybe it's, I was in a bad mindset when I started watching this thing. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's not just that stuff doesn't go well. It's how how it affects the character, which is always he can't handle it. Mm. Um. And he gets all bug-eyed and like plastered on smile and gets really intense and unblinking. I mean, I never noticed that, just like how in, how much of that he put into his facial expressions. A lot of it's with his face. And yeah, it is. Really Some When it lands, it's really good, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what is he thinking? Like, who's like, I want my parents, my in-laws, and then like extended like aunts and stuff to come over on two weeks like two weeks before christmas and just live at my house it does sound like a nightmare yeah and his wife tells him that right yeah his wife tells him that and he's like this is gonna this this is gonna suck (laughs) i just don't want you to be disappointed when this inevitably goes horrible (laughs) (laughs) she knew um she did yeah so i well the thing for him is you get that sequence where he's stuck in the attic watching old movies so it's him trying to recapture how it was when he was a kid because he's a, you know, stunted growth kind of man baby, right? Yes. So he's just trying to recreate what it was like Who, when he was a kid. Is it with his mom? I think there's a, a point, I think, when they're looking at the lights and his wife comes over to like hug him and like embrace him a bit and he like pulls his mom in instead. <laughs> yeah. And the scene is just him like the wife his is mom kinda close. edged out. A and bit. the wife is like slowly getting like edged out between his uh his face and like the his I think it's his mom's face. Yep. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's really oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> we should mention that's uh, Beverly D'Angelo. She's the she's the wife in all of these movies. Um She's great. She's really yeah, good. Her face in that is real good. Yeah. She's, she's, she's awesome. making like this awkward face. Like she can tell like this is this is really it's weird. weird. <laughs> Substantially hotter than that character needed to be. Just putting that out there. Yeah, we <laughs> immediately mentioned like, whoa, look at what she's wearing to right, like, the yeah. family dinner. Like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, okay. it was like, like a big cutout in the front of that shirt. Yeah, I think yeah. you had said something too about like, because the, the lady in the department store is like, yeah, but he's got a wicked hot wife. Yeah, he's like <laughs> yeah. bumbling over yeah. this department store. I'm like, dude, yeah, it's his wife's so hot. What is it? What, what? Hey, what do you need this lady? Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. The rest yeah. of her outfit was cute, though. I liked her skirt. Yeah, it was a nice outfit. But I, I like that she doesn't have to play necessarily put upon. She usually plays like in the jo- in on the joke mm-hmm. of whatever's happening to her husband. Kind she of. handled everything very well. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, I like that she gets like some, some notes to play, which is besides just kind of like, oh, this again. Yeah. And here she is and she's she never nags she's just like yeah this is gonna suck let's let's get after it <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like, I like the part she's where she's um, yeah where she's in the kitchen she's like chopping the vegetables you can see how stressed she is and she lights yeah. up a cigarette her mom immediately is like are you smoking again yeah she's that's like, funny no <laughs> that's good shit we thought it was so funny because at that scene right she's in there like suffering with the in-laws and her parents together yeah. and he's outside stringing Christmas lights and our brother-in-law does that like whenever we all come over he's outside doing something last time he was outside stringing Christmas lights oh, like nice. the whole time we were there because like oh man the screaming I can't deal with all the kids running around people. and at one point his, his wife asked him about it too she's like are you out like well, are you doing this right now just because you don't want to be inside <laughs> he's like no 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 I got a couple hundred more lights to check out <laughs> literally the same line right? yeah that's great that's why i put those two and two together 
what he's doing all this just so we can get away from yep. the crazy ass family. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah. kind of he's kind of obsessed with it, but it is he do, it's not like he starts before they get there. Yeah. Their point. their build up on a couple of things is pretty good too. Like, oh god, a lot of things. Yeah. The lights, like cuz you know something's going to go wrong with the lights, but there's and, and that's a scene that's been done a million times since then and mm-hmm. I don't know, probably before. But you just don't know what's going to go wrong with these lights. So you're like waiting the whole time for like this whole house to burn down or something. And then they do the same thing with the sewer gas. Oh, yeah. Because as soon as he mentions yes. it, like, oh, if someone lights something near there, then like, that's it. After that, I noticed there's got to be eight times someone lights something like <laughs> right near there yeah. in the rest of the movie. They just <laughs> keep making people either. light shit. And I'm like, oh, my God, because you know it's something's coming and you're just waiting for it. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. It's not even like. Chekhov's gun. It's like Chekhov's neon sign that's just telling you, like, "Hey, this is gonna explode real big." <laughs> is it right now? And there's oh, a there's right and now. then there's one time that eventually the the Lewis guy sets the tree on fire, and you're like, "Oh, I guess that was it." And it's like, yes. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, no. There's a bigger one coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you're not you're not there yet. <laughs> not there yet. Uh, so this is pretty scattershot so far, which I feel like is fine for this movie. Yeah. But yeah, before we get too far from it, so the, so the light thing is is one of the ones that is the most build up and then pay off, and then it pays off in a bunch of different ways. When the lights eventually do work, it makes it fakes out like you're not actually going to get the lights working while Clark's out there. He goes away, the lights work, and then when he by the time he comes back, they don't. But then the sequence keeps going, and eventually it does work, and the lights are so bright that you're cutting between the people in the front yard looking at the lights and the Julia Louis-Dreyfus and her kind of like really slicked back hair at all hours of the day, boyfriend guy. <laughs> to her, probably husband, I guess. They're just trying to do their weird bougie stuff and they keep alternately getting blinded by the lights and then just completely in darkness anytime they try and do something. They were such weird characters. <laughs> they were so weird. It's really weird, weird but I, I liked <laughs> that. I liked that sequence where like the lights are happening and they're just like completely getting their shit wrecked over yeah. and over again in different ways. <laughs> I Which, like, like they could just stop sequence. moving. Yeah, it's just so the whole movie is just so over the top. But yeah. like, yeah. yeah, them just talking about the lights in general too. When he's like, it's. 200 strands of like 100 lights and he's like gotta check every bulb though yeah <laughs> yep one's out one's out they're all out yeah mm-hmm. and then a bunch of different people tell him that and he's like i know i checked every one i thought <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, i checked them all he says that right after he mentions it's twenty thousand light bulbs too he's like i know i individually checked every one of them <laughs> impossible um, I remember that being a thing growing up like oh, yeah if one goes out they, they all go out mm-hmm. like, man these are cheap ass lights um one fun cutaway gag that's literally just a couple seconds and it's just like pretty funny while the lights are on and everyone's like oh my god it's so bright there's like a really quick cutaway to some just a just a hand in assuming some you know energy facility or whatever that just like (laughs) flips a big switch on auxiliary uh, auxiliary (laughs) nuclear energy um that was great that was pretty funny oh i really like that same time too they do a little cutaway to his um his electric meter (laughs) 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 just spinning yeah Yeah. Yeah, see that was the type of comedy in this movie that really landed on me i really enjoyed stuff like that yeah Yeah, that was good yeah that feels like really uh, lampoony that's that's they're good shit um, I like how much his um his his boss is just like such a business guy 
He just did. like the stereotypical late '80s such, business guy. Okay. Oh, what what gift did he give them? Did he give the the boss? Uh, whatever it was, everyone else gave him the same, same thing. thing yeah. I, thought was, I thought that was really funny. It was really never, funny, and it was kind of subtle. Like you, didn't, yeah. it's really easy to miss it. But yeah, I really want to know what was in the box. Yeah, because very he, funny. He brings a whole the, table the, of exactly the same yeah. shape. <laughs> he brings the gift in the boss office, and he's like, "Put it with the rest." And there, it's like a weird shape. It's like an L-shaped gift. Yeah. Yep. And every single other gift is exactly the same. I also like when he thanks like thanks. alcohol and a thing of golf balls or something. Oh, maybe. maybe yeah. I also like when he thanks the boss for the um, the Christmas card, like in front of everybody. He's like, "What the fuck's this guy talking about?" He's like, "A company card everyone gets." On. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sent you what? Oh yeah, okay. And now he never remembers his name. He always calls him like Greaseball or like <laughs> Will one time. Yeah, it's not the random um, stuff. Uh, man, yeah. Yeah, so that that whole thing. So one of the fun things that runs through this movie, watching it today, is this kind of late '80s into early '90s, um, over mass consumption capitalist thing. Where you know this is a couple years after the Wall Street movie comes out in 1987. I think I just looked up, not something I know off the top of my head. Um, and it's just guys vaguely doing business in McMansions in suburban chicago and that's just like what movies are for a while here and it's always like everyone in it's white maybe yeah maybe some of the service people aren't like the the cop at the end is black but everyone's white they all live in these massive houses they all feel like they have money problems and yeah just he's in a some kind of vague business yeah uh, what's what's his job advertising Uh, no because well, he, he, he makes, actually had like the it's like um he does something for food, cereal or food something. preservatives or something because the okay. thing he's yeah. pitching is like a coating you put on the cereal oh, so right. that the milk doesn't right. get absorbed into it too quickly which is a good idea but also yeah. they do... specifically what it is like when he first starts talking about work but yeah yeah, yeah that's I can't right. what it, was. it, it, it is... feels like the same job that chandler has that like i know he told me it but i don't remember yeah yeah he, whatever it is to it, it also is some Chandler kind of like, and friends, not just someone we know named Chandler. Good clarification. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Chandlers out there. <laughs> yeah. And I know that's like almost 10 years later, but you know what I mean. That kind of vibe. Yeah, whatever it is, they also sell some kind of like grease or lubricant or something because he puts it on the bottom of his sled. I th- no, I think oh. that was the yeah. the, the, the coding cereal thing. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he says no one's tested it before. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Should not be putting that on cereal. <laughs> no, definitely not. It made his it made his sled explode. I really enjoyed that scene too. I was gonna that say it's really fun. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. I one. didn't like it. You did? No, I like knew it was coming. Across the was kind of funny, but yeah, like, just classic comedy joke heightening. Yeah. Yes. Where it's like, oh, obviously it's setting up for this is going to go really badly for him because yeah, it's like a long thing fast. of him putting it on the bottom and really talking up. I was like. Uh, about to set a land speed record and doing like the thing that dads do where he's like up next. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I loved that. And immediately cuts away to like a, a wide shot of the whole hill and you just see an explosion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I did like that. There was an fucking, explosion. Just fucking yeah, hauling ass. But it was just yeah. really long and of him just like spinning around and stuff. I think it didn't, I knew how it was going to go. I was like, he he's going to go way too fast. It's going to be like, yeah, you know, eighty like, okay, styled yeah. like effects of like him going way too fast. Yeah, uh, but there were a couple parts. Of the explosion like caught me off guard, and him going down the highway, I kind of liked. But <laughs> any of the other parts of him like going through like the snow banks and crashing into that stuff, I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, let's keep going here. Yeah, 
Yeah, I like that he didn't lose any speed going across the highway. <laughs> no, just like, setting all crazy. I did sparks like that they bring the sled back later on, though. I don't know yeah. if you guys noticed that. Oh yeah, one oh. random part. Someone picks it up at the side the, of the road or whatever. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember where. Someone like just yeah. picks it up, and there's just no bottom to it anymore. It's just like the <laughs> outside of the circle. It's all like burnt away and stuff. <laughs> That's I, I also that. like that that scene kind of comes out of nowhere. It's just like they're doing something, and then it's it's that night, and he's greasing up his sled. They're gonna go sledding. He goes way too fast, and then when he crashes, the scene ends, and that's it. Yep. Like there's no like no one mentions it again. It's just like okay, we're on to the next day. <laughs> that's Which how that. I would have been amazed by that. It looked like he traveled like 20 miles. Yeah, nobody was like, "Oh my god, you were right" or anything, or yeah. had anything to say. It was just like, okay, let's get, let's keep moving on. Here. Yeah, well, they're the just kind of... all embarrassed by each other. So, yeah. <laughs> were those the kind of sleds that they had in the late 80s? Like metal, yeah, I don't know. Like I think saucers. the kids had like normal sleds, yeah. but the, him, the him and Eddie did. both had the metal saucer. The metal saucer. I mean, maybe I we still have those, but plastic. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely have like plastic. Solid one metal sounds shape. like heavy and expensive, so I don't know. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really have money problems. Probably, <laughs> it's silver. Yeah, that scene was okay for me. I feel like when I'm expecting it too much. In this movie, it doesn't land for me. And it's when they managed to like, surprise me. That yeah. scene well, in um, the attic. Oh, I like that scene. Yeah. Yeah, they do the rake gag in the attic with the planks. That I didn't, I didn't like, like that at no. all. That was like, dumb. Because I knew, I watched <laughs> so them working on the planks, and as soon as one went up, I was like, okay, I, I guess it's going to happen. And they just kept going. It's like, oh, let's just beat the it. shit out of them. And I say oh, they do right. the rake gag that's let's based on, you know, the Simpsons side serial Bob stepping on all the rakes, but that's actually from a few years after this. So I guess maybe it's the Chevy Chase in the Attic gag is what we should call it. I don't know. The one thing that I, honestly, the funniest part in the whole movie for me was in that attic though. It's I'm waiting for him to fall through the ceiling. You know, he's going to fall through the ceiling. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's going to fall through the ceiling, you know? And then when he finally falls through the ceiling, he lands on the, his feet land on top of the bunk bed. So he only falls like a foot through <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, no, no like, that really got me. Too. That killed me because obviously good. that is not. At that wasn't all. what I expected. I was a hundred percent sold. I was like, this guy's gonna fall through the ceiling. He's gonna get hurt. Okay, we we laugh at that, and then he he doesn't, and he's like, oh, okay. It just <laughs> keeps going on with his day. Yep. I was like, yeah, okay, no that reaction. was that that was really funny. And then this is uh, when he puts on a uh, like a, a lady's dress and hat. That's as well. yeah, that's the part I like so much about it. Yeah, I really it's thought there was gonna be more that. with that too, like. Because I thought he would like fall through the ceiling and then everyone would see him in this weird outfit. Or the he eventually yeah. does fall through. Yeah. yeah, because he's sitting on top of the hatch, which is really his own fault. That I got a good. We laugh thought that was funny because yeah. we didn't expect it. I yeah. did not expect like when I saw her go to pull the ladder. I didn't think he's sitting on the ladder. <laughs> you gonna plop through it? Yeah. So he's... yeah, I thought that was real funny too. <laughs> and I like I like the choice to not show him falling, like because it's a really badly positioned attic entrance where it seems to be at the top of the stairs yeah, yeah. so i really thought he'd be like in drag falling down the stairs but they just <laughs> he just falling for like that. two minutes yeah. And, yeah. <clears throat> i thought he'd either do that or he was going to fall directly on top of his wife who wouldn't have been expected <laughs> yes so. i also want to know if that's just how addicts were in the 80s because it was horrible as know. soon because they closed the attic because like his the grandma or whatever is like oh it's so cold it's a draft and then when he's in the attic he's there's trapped. like there's a window that is like there's is not insulated at all. I was like, his attic must be freezing. Yeah. And they make a point to like say it's freezing in his attic. 
I'm like, is is this what we just did back then? Is this it was just fine? an open space. It was yeah. basically like outside almost. Yeah. Like tons of animals in there all the time. I yeah. bet. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I could think of. But yeah, the window, it just like spun. Yeah. 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 So he just I, I, his head out. I like the part where he doesn't know which side to go through. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's watching his family just drive away. They just fucking leave him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. They don't care at all. The the mom that I guess it's the mother in law that locks him up there. That's the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 It seems like there's a lot of just sitcom people sort of bouncing around the edges of this movie, which is fun. And I guess future sitcom people, since Johnny Galecki was on like the number one show of all time, if you uh, believe what CBS said about Big Bang Theory. So. Uh, eh. Yeah, it's not my number one show of all time. Just saying, as far as like ratings go, I think. Oh yeah, he he did well for himself. I'm, I'm sure that guy is extremely rich now. Yeah. So. That's it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, there's uh, you weren't kidding. Do you want to? Say <laughs> yeah, let's get. Uh, okay. No, no, I feel like I got more to talk about. I'm trying uh, to think some like good scenes. I like um the scene where he's imagining like this Hawaiian or I guess <clears> his <throat> his pool and people coming to see his yeah. pool. I like that whole and then uh, devolves scene. into him <laughs> <laughs> the fucking girl is back from the department store like doing this weird swimsuit strip tease <laughs> in the, like going into his pool and he's like yeah I I kind of thought that was funny because he's looking out the window like he's clearly not asleep or anything he's just like b- that vividly yeah. imagining this <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, he's like actually hallucinating. That whole yes. sequence was pretty funny because yeah, it started it with like the happy family outside, but then he like had the cousin in law there. Yeah, he's like, the cousins, oh, yeah. He's great. Like, oh, he's like, waving at him. Like he's not in control of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it's funny too because it's all just once again from his face is yeah. all you get because he's very like expressive on his opinions of what's happening in his own <laughs> daydream he's having. Yeah. Through like his face through his life sucks in his own daydream. Yeah, because yes. <laughs> he just wants. This is just his. This is the whole thing. He wants to put that pool in. That's what he needs the bonus check for. That's right. Have you yeah. guys seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah, I was gonna say is that that's yeah right from there, right? It is. Yeah. So yeah, that's and she's even wearing red. That's what she was wearing the outfit. Yeah. So yeah, like, just kind of. I think it's a one piece instead of a two piece, but whatever. Yeah. It's um. So Phoebe Cates in. That movie in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh, Judge Reinhold is looking out a window while masturbating in a bathroom and uh, like looking out a window and imagining Phoebe Cates slowly getting out of a pool and like taking her time. Uh, off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also in like a red bathing suit. So he wasn't masturbating, was he? So, well, so that's what was in my mind because yes. it's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a direct so, reference to a scene where a character's uh, masturbating and then there's like a little girl coming then, in yeah. this one. Yes. Oh, so, no. Uh, yeah. I, I thought he's going to turn around and like have a massive erection. <laughs> yeah, that's what like, I thought I was going to have. That's, sure, he was going to turn around with a huge erection. Yeah. It's like, this is awful. I really don't. I, I, I almost like, was like, okay, I got to look for the 15 second forward button. Yeah. And you can't. So I'm not going to watch this part. <laughs> you can't see for a while too because the, the way that I the character positions it, the girl blocks his bottom half. So she's, the camera's behind the little girl. Who's no, I feel like there's no way. Are you Santa? And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, he's going to have a massive erection. <laughs> but when they finally like pan the camera, it's there's nothing. I'm like, okay, fuck, thank God. Because I was like, this yeah, scene is God. just... If it was a different character, maybe. If it was like Cousin Eddie or something, and then he could have had some funny comment about him jerking <laughs> off. I don't know. So did they do that to us on purpose? Were we supposed to like be worried that he yeah. had an erection? Maybe. I assumed. But... Yeah, that could be. <laughs> what, what a fun joke they play. Oh, on that's so funny. <laughs> 
I kept expecting that his neighbors were going to be on the other side of the window too. The ones that we keep having problems that with. I don't funny know why. Because he was just like he was just staring out. He was just having like weird faces. Yeah, making weird faces. I don't yeah. know if he waved back to his cousin-in-law at some point. <laughs> yeah, I think like, he did. You know? I think he did. Yeah, they could have gone. That yeah, they could have brought the neighbors that. into that. You know, that would have been funny because the neighbors are just like victims of you know his antics. So yeah. why not? Yeah, and it's funny too because um. <clears throat> I hadn't seen any of, the, of these vacation movies, so I wasn't sure if these neighbors were, you know, reoccurring characters. But it starts off with them just being absolute assholes to him. They're like, <laughs> fuck this guy. You know, the first time you see him. They have to be in the other ones, right? I don't know. They're just totally dicks to him. So I didn't like, care. But then by like the halfway point of the movie, you're like, oh, wow, it sucks to be this guy's name. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, you get it. It really sucks. You immediately get it. They're, they're right in this. Yeah, you're like, okay. Oh, no, 100%. I gotcha. Yeah, that's fine. You can hate this guy. <laughs> Also, one of my favorite scenes is at the end, she's like completely fed up with him and she goes to like confront him and they open the door. It's the dog and the squirrel that just run around <laughs> oh, How about that scene with the neighbors where it just cuts to them? And I don't remember what they were complaining about that time, but they're both wearing those matching like oh, silver yeah. outfits. Yeah. They, I think they had just come back from like was, exercising. That, that was their like workout thing. It was like a one piece silver tracksuit <laughs> thing working out in space looked, or yeah, something like they came back from a trip to out of space that yeah. was hilarious is this just what the 80s was yeah. <laughs> i guess so yeah yeah this is pretty much the 80s for you yeah honestly that scene too i was like i don't know what the joke is exactly in this outfit like is this outfit only like a little ridiculous or is this thing completely over the top <laughs> I, I i don't know what we were wearing at that point yeah it's hard it's hard to gauge it yeah so, so like I said, running through this movie, I'm thinking yeah. about kind of um, the sort of through lines that it's threading, and it's about you know late '80s conservative, assuming family in the suburbs and some kind of white flight haven outside of Chicago. We we didn't mention the first scene, the the one scene of the movie. <laughs> you talked about I the knew. car. All we said was it was that it's like nine seconds long. <laughs> We I, liked the oh look kids a deer like that was pretty that funny. Was, We're that like was oh a maybe classic we'll have dad yeah that's that, funny yeah. classic oh, yeah. classic dad mood. Um, I like the fake out of they drive the car like off the road and it flies and it lands in front of a tree lot yeah and then it cuts and then to they their like the tree lot. In the woods. <laughs> they're like why didn't we go to a tree lot he's like no this is way better <laughs> yes them wandering through the woods the fact that the kids are complaining the whole time about being tired and cold and then they, they finally make it to their tree and. Obviously, Clark is super thrilled to find this tree. His wife, super supportive wife, is thrilled for him. And they cut over to his daughter, and she's <laughs> is just like fucking frozen. <laughs> she looks dead. She'll <laughs> see it later. Her eyes are frozen open or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah her eyes are frozen. she can't see, dear. Her eyes, yeah. Her, her She'll, eyes see are frozen, dear. She'll see it later. She'll see it later. And then, did you bring an axe? And it just pans again. Pro- says, I think it was yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once like, it gets yeah. back to the house, it immediately shrinks, but like. Tenfold, yeah. <laughs> well, because he chops it, it's like right. It yeah, yeah, he has to, but it's it's what forty feet tall. I wish we had seen the, the like tree the. Picks. They should have showed us the tree remnants, like hanging, like in a pile, like in the yard. I would yeah. like that. Yeah, there would have been a lot of tree left over. A lot. Speaking of the tree too, when he like unties it and it like oh, yeah. it expands and smashes out <laughs> of the window. The you amount of windows that get everywhere that yeah, yeah. that that killed me. Uh, that was funny. Was that, that was funny. Good. He's like, you know, it's got a lot of sap or something. And then yeah, he's the, the, in bed with his wife and he's like flipping through his magazine and, 
he like pulls something out and it's stuck to his hand and i was like oh it must be like at first i didn't even think about it i thought it was a joke about like this was like a, something that was stuck in the magazine but then it's like every page is getting ripped out and they're all stuck to him. and she didn't say anything about it she was just like yeah she was then, helping him yeah, yeah. then he yeah. touches her hair too yeah. it keeps hair. getting worse <laughs> yeah and, she doesn't say <laughs> and then he's stuck to the lamp <laughs> Yeah. All right, the humor in this movie that did land with me landed pretty good. Yeah, yeah, the, the kind of absurdist sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I really like that. I enjoyed. Um, I did one of my uh, yeah. notes on off. here was this is how it would be if I put Christmas lights on my roof because <laughs> it would fall off. Yeah, it yeah. would just be a disaster. Staple, yep. staple your hand to the. Uh, yep, I would do that. I would like try to like pull my arm I off. Was and just yeah. upset this whole scene. I was like, is this how people put Christmas lights on their roof? Like he. He's got a staple. Oh, yeah. It can't be right. He's, he uses like he stapled it in. I feel like that's not right what you do. Shingles. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess like I've never done move. it, but he he must have used like a thousand staples. So I was like, how are you gonna get this off your roof? Lady? I'm really not good with stuff like that. So I feel like that is what I would do. Is I would be like fumbling with the ladder. I'd be like stapling things wrong. And yeah, I, f- I feel like you get them in sort of like a grid, so you just secure like the edge yeah. or whatever yeah, the ends probably right. And then not you the... don't need to staple the rest of it. Yeah. That's what I assume. I don't know. Yeah, so I or did like, like a clip or something when, you put around the edge. I don't know. I like that part was like okay for me because uh, once again, it's pretty predictable. But I did like when he finally falls off the roof and he lands in like that bush outside his house. His wife comes outside like right after to tell him like dinner's done or something. And he's like, okay, I'll be right there. And he says it from like the bush. <laughs> and she's just, like, she's just like, just, yes. Yep, yeah. okay, yep. It does not acknowledge that there's anything wrong. Just goes right back. She's, she's a good so wife. Used to it. Yeah. She's a good wife. As his neighbor said, he's definitely going to fall, but they're not lucky enough that he'd actually get seriously injured. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> He'll definitely fall. We're just not lucky enough. They were, like, they were correct on both yeah. counts. Yeah. 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 I feel like we haven't talked about Cousin Eddie a lot, and I feel like he had a, a lot of good scenes in there. He I, just don't, I just don't like that aesthetic of like gross side character who's just literally just like throwing shit around <laughs> I, mean, I just like, took it for I, mean, I don't know the whole movie's kind of like predictable like that so i'm like okay here's another like we know who this character is what he's gonna do why he's there so ultimately eddie's like a good guy who's actually like somewhat helpful yeah but his heart's, he's heart's like, bigger than his brain yeah but these yeah. these like yeah you know white reagan conservatives uh from the upper middle class in suburban chicago just they just like feel like they're so much better than this guy you know and this guy sucks, so I get it. I like his dog. His dog's a good oh, boy. His dog snot. is a good boy. Snot. 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 Yeah. Get out of there, Snot. Yeah, just something like that. I feel like that's like very... <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I did land for me, too, is when the dog's drinking all the water under the tree and Clark's yelling at him. And you know right away Clark is upset because he wants the right amount of water in the tree and stuff. Yeah, and he's like, oh, don't worry about him. Hey, that won't bother him. <laughs> drink drink <laughs> half a quart of Pennzoil before he got here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I liked when the dog was like throwing up under the table too. I don't know. I just feel like that's something our dog would be doing. So, yeah, yeah. He's just for like, oh, he, yeah. uh, no, he's fine. Don't worry. About yeah, he's yeah. fine. He just oh, does he's that. He's got it up. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. We should talk about that uh, dinner scene, the iconic yeah. turkey oh, there. Um, it's a turkey, right? It's not chicken. It's, it's a, a turkey. turkey. Yeah, yeah, it's a turkey. Yeah, that uh, was overcooked. Mm. <laughs> that. that that was pretty funny when he cuts into it and it like <laughs> that's a very just, good prop it looks yeah, like a like a comes out of it. Yeah, yeah it's like a monster movie prop that yeah. just like the way it kind of goes like Meh. yeah it's pretty horrible yeah, it's it horrible. Looks, like desiccated <laughs> on the inside i did really like because that the then next it, like 
five minutes is just everyone like chewing way too much to try and eat this wicked dry turkey. Yeah. So like all the best people, I hate the sound of people eating. So this part was a nightmare. But oh, yeah. I was supposed to be right. Yeah, it is, but it like really skin crawly stuff. It was but. pretty pretty brutal. I like how Cousin Eddie's like going back for seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Clark just um, keeps like he takes one bite and he drinks like a whole cup of wine. Yeah. <laughs> His wife is like pretending to eat it. Like, one of the relatives is dipping it in their water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that part is fun. That you go around the yeah. table and see how everyone's dealing with like faking eating this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the cousin eating. also like he he went to take a scoop of like I don't know what it was sweet potatoes <laughs> or something and he plopped it he he tasted it and then he put it like back in the the spoon back in and I was like ooh COVID this yeah, is bad yeah, right. oh, yeah. <laughs> like this is bad like everybody knows this is bad this is part of the bit I'm like but ooh this feels real bad now yeah. <laughs> this is also when the um the people who are I guess the worst relatives but if we're just talking about this in real terms. They're the people who didn't get there until Christmas Eve. So, like, good on them um, for this Christmas party. They didn't arrive, like, five weeks early. Yeah, they're not overstaying their welcome. No, no. But it's the the lady with Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. And and Lewis with the terrible toupee. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I like their characters. I did, too. I'm assuming they're... I don't know who they are exactly, but they're either, like, grand grandparents great-grandparents or like great aunts or something yeah. i feel like i have like a whole gaggle of like great aunts in my family so i feel like i could really relate think, to this i think no. it was great aunt uncle because they always yeah. call him lewis they never yeah. call him like you know and it was yes. like we only really lewis visit too. them on christmas eve kind of thing and i was like i yes. very much relate to these characters mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but she she has alzheimer's they get a lot of jokes out of that she, <laughs> she wrapped her cat her her rapping with the cat, I thought was real funny, especially because like I knew something was going on because this the son's like holding the box and he keeps like listening to it and like shaking it a little bit. And he's like, Dad, this box is meow. <laughs> he's like, Yeah. He's beating up the cat though. <laughs> I have uh I also have um in, in my uh running thread of Cherry Chase getting to do physical comedy, the uh the wrapped package with the cat inside. Yeah. Was that, that was there something like actually gone. inside of it? Because if that was just him doing it, I feel like he did a pretty good job making it look like That's there was actually thing. something in there. Damn. I thought he did a really good job. It was probably he had a really good time doing that and then someone said the wrong thing to him and he stormed off for the rest of the day. They had to like take the day off. I don't know. So Chevy <laughs> Chase. Chevy Chase. That's what happens. And the jello mold was in the other package. <laughs> yeah. 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 This one's leaking. He just, he just tastes it. Yeah, he like just why tastes. would you this do that? This leaking. <laughs> yeah. It's lime. <laughs> I got a good laugh out of that. And then once again, I feel like there is a couple things they do a good job with like the build up on and the cat. As soon as they like let the cat out, oh, like they're like, yeah, let the cat out of the box. I was like, oh, this is, I don't know what's about to happen, but it's a nightmare because okay. they, they keep mentioning the dog to snot and I'm like, oh my God, am I gonna have to watch this? Like what is about to happen here? It's yep. true. They led up to a lot of things and then like something different happened. Mm-hmm. Like I, could have sw- I knew that the tree was going to catch on fire. That was like one of the only things I knew about this movie. And I thought that it was going to be, you know, the cat, you see the cat chewing on the wires on the tree. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how it's going to happen. Yeah. And it wasn't. <laughs> like, that was not what happened at all. So so that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. they set up so many dominoes and then like tease you with which ones they play. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I like so I do, that. I do like that. That's mm-hmm. Like I said, it didn't yeah, all like land Yeah, like him falling through the ceiling and he landed on the bunk beds. Like, yeah, that, they did this yeah. a lot during the movie and it was, yeah, that, you, that they, was good. You knew he was going to fall through that ceiling. Terrible attic, like you said. Just open horrible. air. Horrible. No no flat surfaces, just beams across the floor. <laughs> yeah, the draft was what killed me the, the most. I get it. You have an unfinished attic. You put those planks so you have something to walk on in there. You know, mm-hmm. I've had attics like that. But why is it just the same 
like there's just like a big open hole essentially there's definitely that window. animals living in there right yeah, absolutely <laughs> and they keep stuff in there it's horrible yeah so um they have the great aunt who has alzheimer's say grace and she does <laughs> the pledge of allegiance which is funny but sets up the much funnier ending which we'll get to um, the fact too that cousin Eddie stands, stands up, up. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's really good. That is worth mentioning. So I, I have written here. That's a real thing that happens um, today. They couldn't have known that at the time, but I don't know if you've seen any of these troll videos in the last few years. But someone will go into, I don't know, like a steakhouse in Tennessee or something, and like play the the Star Spangled Banner, and like a bunch of people drop what they're doing and stand up. I've seen this. Yeah, it's 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 a real thing that happens to um, the Americans today. So yeah, I really like too yeah. that. Like at first, everybody's like, "What? Ugh, you know, what? This isn't right." But then after she goes a little while, like they mostly all kind of join in and also start like yeah. doing the pledge of allegiance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then, like I said, that sets up the um, the ending, which I think is is even funnier. <laughs> But yeah, I yeah. really like that too. When everyone and the cops are all just doing it together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they start it because the Santa flies by, right? Yeah, yeah, because they see the Santa and she thinks it's fireworks, I guess. Yeah, so. she yeah. starts the rocket's red glare is what she starts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the play ball at the end of it. I love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Yeah. That's, that's just good comedy construction that it sets up that. He has like the the decor of the Santa and the reindeer on the front yard. I didn't think it was going to end with the sewer explosion making it look like Santa was flying by the moon. I mm-hmm. really like to with the grandma interpreting it as the beginning of a baseball game. <laughs> um, I thought that was really funny. It was, it was grandma, good. Whatever. They set us up real good too there because at this point, that's after Lewis sets himself in the tree on fire. So we're like, there's our gas explosion has happened, right. and they're out. They come outside, and Clark looks, and they see the. He's like, it's the the Christmas star, and he's telling everyone what the Christmas star means. And Lewis is like, no, that's not the Christmas that's star. Like Chris. a warning light from the sewage stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, and he, you can see in the background that it's actually, it definitely is like a light on top of a tall building. Yeah, not a star. And I didn't notice until he said that, and then they're like, <gasps> and I'm like, uh oh. Yeah. It's Uncle Lewis with a cigar again, right? Yeah, and he throws the match behind him. <laughs> and uh, they, ha- they I don't know if it's a dummy or something, but that's a seemingly real explosion. And there's like a stuntman <laughs> who gets be, like, fucking heated <laughs> off the top of his frame. So, oh my um, God, he died. Yeah, like they show it at first and it's him and he kind of like jumps up in the air or whatever. And then it cuts away and you're like, oh, that's going to show. But then it cuts back. <laughs> And like I said, I don't know if it's a dummy, I don't know if it's a stunt man, but somebody gets like yeeted up the t- up off the top of the frame. So yeah, so they good. had like a couple like explosions and like like yeah. I said, uh, so many windows break. The whole ending, like like you said, they're putting all their little dominoes in place. They're like setting up all their stuff. Should say the boss is there at this point too. Yeah, the oh, ending I did Cousin not Eddie. guess. Obviously, once he says like he, you know, he's been waiting for this bonus check to come. We have the scene where he finally gets it. Everyone is like cringing as he's talking about how great this is that he finally got it. He admits to his whole family that he already spent it. He spent $7,500 that he mm-hmm. doesn't have on this pool. He says, if there's extra, I'm going to fly you all down. And you're like, we're, we're all very aware. That there's no bonus check in this letter. There's no way it's going to pan out mm-hmm. for this guy. And he opens it up and he gets, is it Jello of the Month or something? Jelly. 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 It's a gift that keeps on giving. 
<laughs> and that's like that was great. That was great. And then uh, you know that's where his whole downhill. That's the like, oh. probably the peak of his downhill there. That's Sorry. one of my it, his rant about his boss. That's like iconic. It was yeah, it was good. Yes. And you yeah, know absolutely. when he says like if that's the best gift you could give me, bring him here. And, and I, you know right away like cousin Eddie's gonna. Come I to loved it. That's what really sold me on cousin Eddie. The fact that he was just like. Okay, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> like at least he cares, right? He's not like really using them to yeah. like get his kids presents. Like he's yeah. like, no, yeah, I'll get you. I'll get you the best gift you've ever had. Yeah. Let's go. He says it right there. Yeah, he's very obvious about it. Yeah, <laughs> I want my boss right here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. I like the cut to the the wife in the mansion talking to the police. Like there was a, there's like a large man, a bulging man, a bulging <laughs> man. <laughs> In a light blue leisure suit. <laughs> it was a beast. Yeah. Uh, I love when the wife, like, we see the wife, like, come in with the police, and uh, he's like, no, it's just a misunderstanding. Like, remember when I was talking about the idea of maybe not giving out the bonuses? And she's like, you did it. Yeah. Even she's like, yeah. Yeah. And the cops tell him that's super low, man. Yeah. He's like, I, I've changed my mind. <laughs> if I had a rubber hose. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. too. And, and when they're all frozen too and she just has like her hand on his dick yeah. <laughs> and she takes his hand off off his dick like shake yeah. someone's hand yeah. or something nice and to meet you puts it back. Back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very funny yeah. she's really good in this yeah. she was yeah, yeah. he yeah. should be happier <laughs> he should be one other scene that I really liked um, is the whole squirrel thing. So the tree's burned. He puts it outside and is like, I'm going to go get another tree. And he just gets a tree from outside and then brings it inside. <laughs> Which is just like, he just chops them down his front lawn, it seems like. Is it his, his lawn neighbors. or is it the neighbor's? I think it's the neighbor's it lawn. And their, their it originally falls through their window. Breaks, yeah. Obviously, there's something in the tree. It's a squirrel. But the this is this was my biggest actual laugh of the movie was that these people are so afraid of this squirrel they're yeah. all so afraid of this squirrel and there's specifically a shot where they know there's a squirrel uh, most of them make it out of the room but lewis and the great aunt don't notice it's happening and clark's mom has fallen down <laughs> and just and decided the best way to avoid is just to play dead yeah oh i thought so, she passed, oh, I think she passed out. out oh yeah, yeah. i thought she I passed so, out yeah. Oh, okay well she she's passed out oh yeah she faints yeah. Yeah. she yeah. faints yeah. when it jumps out because um, he says something like, Mom, don't move. And then he's like, good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just not conscious. No, you're totally right. <clears throat> That's weird. But I love their, their, the rest of them sort of retreat to the hallway. And he's saying like, oh, I'm going to put it in my jacket and hit it with the, the, hammer? With the hammer. With the hammer. And uh, yeah. I also but, really like, they imagine something like, where, where, where's Eddie? Does, doesn't he eat these? Yeah. And his wife's like, oh no, he found out they're high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he found out they're high in cholesterol. But but I love that his his dad really seriously is like, I'm going in too. Yeah. And they treat it like <clears throat> for ten seconds they treat it like a horror movie. They wake the mom up. They're they're talking to her a little bit, and then the dad sees that the squirrel's on Clark's back, and there's like a snap zoom into the old man's face and he yells, Squirrel. <laughs> and it's just like absolute abject terror. And um I don't know why they filmed that part like a horror movie, but it's so funny. And then the squirrel's on Clark and he's doesn't know it's on him. He's chasing the family and they're run, trying to run away from him. That was so good. Man, if they're that scared of that squirrel, they're not going to be happy about the family of squirrels that's living in their attic. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, no right. they're not. There's like and a thousand like squirrels up there. Like raccoons and whatever else <laughs> yeah. is up there. 
Yeah, yeah so, and then that sets up, eventually the squirrel runs out the front door. Right as he's opening it, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is there to complain about the broken window. And the squirrel and dog both jump on her. And he closes mm-hmm. the door, and that's, that's it for her character, just about. She goes back and punches her husband. Yeah, and Todd gets the brunt of the... Uh, fucking Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is random, but... All of the animals in this movie, they're good looking animals. Like yeah. <laughs> that Rottweiler, I was like, wow, this is a really nice looking Rottweiler. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then the cat, I was like, wow, oh, yeah, this you is were, a beautiful you cat. You were impressed by the cat. I yeah. Think oh, like, the cat gets super electrocuted. I'm like, this is like, yeah. that kind of if you were to get this like, cat, I'm like, this is probably like a $4,000 cat. Like, this yeah. is a beautiful cat. This is a cat model. Yeah, I was also just happy with it too because I this time of year I'm you know I want a Christmas movie. I have a much lower threshold for Christmas movies. You yeah. know, Christmas yeah, movies aren't fair. really supposed to be that good. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's fair. Disagree. They are supposed to be that good, but this yeah, was- I, I I I totally agree. Um, I th- I think the ending was awesome with the explosion into the the plastic Santa. Everyone's singing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> great great ending. I yeah. like their little song because they start and end with it. Oh, it's a good song. Yeah. I just added it to my Christmas playlist today. <laughs> it's just the guy yelling That's Christmas catchy. vacation over and over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, there's it's no got vacation. a good tune. Yeah. It's got a good it's tune. Catchy. Yeah. yeah. Didn't love the little animation with Santa in the I beginning. Really, I really hated that animation. Like I said, yeah, I that started was a turn off. It. I turned off the movie. I didn't watch it. That, that was a turn off for me. I was like, I don't care for this. And it was so long. Like if it was only like a 30 second animation, I would have been like, okay, let's oh, get I through this. I don't remember it being so long. It's so it was, long. It was pretty long. It's as long as the song. So the song's going to be two or three minutes. I don't know. I just never noticed. I guess I'm just so used to watching it. It's just poor Santa, like, getting beat up the whole time. (laughs) I did like in the little animation how they animated the reindeers. Because they just didn't bother to. Like, their legs don't move. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like. They just South like Park style, yeah. just like kind of bouncing. Yeah, they the have a legit like light bulb as a nose. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. the yeah, ending, ending's the best because, like I said, I think them they do throw throw you a little bit of a curveball with the you think the gas explosion's all set. <laughs> good ending. Mm-hmm. Good ending. So the one thing I did want to really drill down on and forgot to because no one was picking up what I was putting down, and that's not your fault. It's because I made a bad point. Um. So the through line of this movie, they kind of make a feint towards the dad being like, this is your house. You read Twas the Night Before Christmas and this kind of like emotional family handoff. And like I said, they kind of make a feint toward that. But right as that's hitting something like an emotional climax, that's when Cousin Eddie comes back with the kidnapped boss and everything blows up. And the real emotional through line of the movie becomes Clark finally gets his Christmas bonus because... The true meaning of Christmas is the acquisition of wealth. (laughs) That is the point I wanted to make. As it should be. That's true. And then everything is right with the world. Yes. It is a a cynical, nihilistic film, and I kind of like that about it. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that, too. Yeah, I guess I didn't even notice that. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, I think they, they do go through the trouble of actually doing a fake out with some kind of like emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they yeah. immediately say, actually, all this absurd shit's happening. He's getting a pool. That's all that matters. Yeah, he's getting a pool. Yeah, he's getting his pool. And <laughs> then they sing God, uh, the pled- they, sing? they do the Pledge of Allegiance and they do the Star yeah, Spangled Banner. Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. God bless America. Yeah. Yeah, I like this movie a lot. This will this will be in the rotation. It just wasn't one. So like, like for me, it just wasn't one of the ones we watched growing up. But it wasn't anything I was ever opposed to. Just uh, this podcast gives good opportunities, I guess, to to cross stuff like this off the list. So yeah. uh, that's one of them. Good pick, Noah. Thank you. Yeah, I was happy with it. I don't know if it's one I'll watch a lot, but I wouldn't be surprised if I come back to it like next yeah. year for Christmas time. Yeah, I'm not going to be throwing it on in May, but yeah. You know. 
It's like you want to throw in the rotation, though, I think. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, we got a couple of those off the list. The The three that we did for Christmas are all ones that are, well, if this one joins Die Hard and Muppet Christmas Carol, then it'll be all ones that are, uh, you know, a yearly occurrence. Mm-hmm. I My only, like, one that I feel like I need every year is Elf. Maybe now Single All the Way will be added in there. <laughs> it's a must-see. You'll yeah. never guess how it ends. You got to watch Happiest Season, and we'll talk about the streamers doing the gay Christmas movies and who's doing the best ones and stuff. Uh-huh. I almost suggested, because we were looking for like another Christmas movie to watch for the podcast, to just pick any random Hallmark or Lifetime movie, and we were just going to watch it and try to like guess what happened and then thoroughly analyze how it went. I, I feel like those are really fun. Fun. Even, fun to do. even better, we all... We'd like get a list of them. We all watch different ones, but talk about it as if we've only watched one and see if they. <laughs> it would probably work out completely fine. I think it would. Gonna say I we can just do one and be like, oh, uh, you know, Jessica's um, a career-oriented interior designer from the city, but um, a relative left her uh, Vermont bed and breakfast, and now she has to learn how to. And, oh, and, and, and the plumber. baker in town is like a really hunky dude. <laughs> no, it's a real yeah. blue collar guy. Yeah, real yeah. blue collar hunky single dad. Yeah. Single dad. And she gets to Vermont, and you're like, Vermont's a normal place. And she's like, There's no bars on my phone. And he's like, oh, The only bars around here are alcohol. <laughs> what? Huh. You should come to one with me sometime. She's yeah. like, oh, man, look at your cute little kid. And the kid's like, oh, man, like, I'm all messed up since my mom died. And, like, you seem really great, though. You're the first person I've bonded with. Yeah. Ever. And the dad's like, wow, this is really interesting. Look, my kid, like, likes this girl. Yeah. So and my kid really likes this one little theater in town. But it's going to go out of business. <laughs> Unless the... Someone could redo the interior decoration yeah. for real cheap, <laughs> but but they'd have to do it in time for the Christmas play. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, this is it. He teaches her how to bake in time for the bake sale. Yeah, to raise the funds. That's yeah. They She's never fail, baked before. But then she says, "I'll I'll do it for free. I'll, yes. I'll interior design your theater." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom, Hallmark. Yep. Uh, but she has to fly back on the twenty fourth if she's going to get her big promotion. She decides mm. not to name the movie Vermomed for the Holidays. <laughs> oh, okay. She has a falling out because she thinks that the, the hunky guy is actually in love with, uh, I don't know, the plant lady that lives in the town, mm-hmm. sells poinsettias. <laughs> Turns out it was just a big misunderstanding. Yeah. She flies back home. He meets her at the airport before she gets on the plane. Yep. Yep. But it's like a block away from the airport because they didn't get rights to film in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. They play plane sounds in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They keep ducking like, whoa, the planes are really close by. We must be right next to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> you got me just in time. Have, just have people casually walk by with like rolling luggage and, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. call it a day. Uh, and then so it starts to a snow. Lacey, Lacey Chabert one or what are we thinking? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know that enough to, to yeah. make that we'll call. Say, yeah. Maybe I'll star in it. Okay. <laughs> I could be a hunky... Uh, yeah. Baker. Okay. Go. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not in my Hallmark movie, but, you know. <laughs> oh, my <Okay>. God. Okay. <laughs> wow. wow. We got to write this, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you just did. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you, if you work at Hall. Any, that is more than enough script to sell to Hallmark. <laughs> I bet they get like a million a, a, a Christmas season of people are like, I have the next bed and breakfast <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, airport reunion movie. <laughs> And they're like, oh, put it in the bed and breakfast airport reunion ending movie basket. Or maybe it's like, uh, was it South Park 
their joke about Family Guy. It's just like manatees, manatees just that arranging pick- balls <laughs> yeah. of yeah. That's ideas. How I yeah. imagine it happening. <laughs> yeah. Vermont. Bed and breakfast. <laughs> For real. Single father. <laughs> so this movie gives us an opportunity to talk about a couple of like the biggest names in movies from the decade before we were all born, namely Chevy Chase and John Hughes. Chevy Chase, we've already talked about a little bit. I was going to write a, mo- a bunch of notes, but instead I put Chevy Chase and then I left a bunch of dots. Um, he's a guy who was really, really famous for doing his thing and then continued to try to do that thing to less success, eventually played a character that was essentially himself on community that he butted heads with the the maker of community so much that he eventually left community. And I don't know what he's doing currently. Working at a fast food restaurant just came up in my feed. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Where's he real (laughs) fun? Well, no, it was like he was going to a, a screening of this movie in South Carolina. This happened like right after I finished watching the movie. I just oh, happened to go weird. through. I was like, oh, this is weird. Um, and he went to this like fast food restaurant that I'd never heard of. So it sounds like it's like a local chain kind of thing. Uh, and he was like, wow, I really like this place. This is good food. He's like, I'm going to take a temporary job here. So he's just there being Chevy Chase and like serving people through the drive through window. And people think it's really funny. Okay. So that's what he was doing for a while. So I don't know much about Chevy Chase, but just watching the movie, I got a vibe that it was like, this guy is, this is just who this guy is. Yeah. So yeah, his thing is always like, he starts as the cool guy with, you know, success or whatever. And then he gets the girl and is still the cool guy with success at the end of the movie. That's all Chevy Chase really ever does. Um. So yeah, I don't know. That's, that's kind of his thing. He's notoriously kind of prickly to work with and... And again, I'm not, I wasn't on set for this, but uh, did any of you guys watch Community? No. Not like, nope. I've probably seen a couple of like episodes. Someone so, always tells me to watch this. Community is great. Mm-hmm. That's um, one of those shows. I'll add it to the list. Love yeah. Community. <laughs> yeah, please, please do it, please. That means a lot to me. <laughs> um, so Chevy Chase's character on there is essentially like this, this kid who grew up rich and doesn't really have anything of his own that, of making really. But he's like a rich guy who just kind of hangs around. Joel McHale. Joel McHale is the main character in the show. And he's like a cool guy who thinks he's too cool for everything. And he's, you know, attractive and sleeps with women and stuff. And essentially is playing the same character that Pete Chevy Chase would have played. And again, I wasn't on set, so I don't know if this is true or just apocryphal, whatever. Apparently, Chevy Chase went to the writers of the show and said, why are you giving me more lines like him? Why aren't you giving me like, so the character that Joel McHale is doing, that should be my character. Chevy Chase was like 70 at the time that he was saying that. Oh, you're old and fat now. So, (laughs) right. He was like, no, but people, people like it when I'm the cool guy that gets girls. And they had to be like, Chevy, you're, you're 70. (laughs) Um, So that's, that's Chevy Chase. Be an old guy. That's what you are, man. Yeah, he's he's a, apparently extremely hard to work with, and you know, but it hits a ton like with Dan Harmon. But uh, people butt heads with Dan Harmon anyway. Um, so, yeah. whatever. That's uh, that's the Chevy Chase of it all, I guess. I don't have a lot more to say about that. He's he's funny in a lot of stuff. Seems like he can be kind of a dick sometimes, but who can't? There mm-hmm. are, there's also stories about him being super nice sometimes. So I guess you got got to catch him on the right day. The like I said, the other person that we haven't talked about before on this podcast is John Hughes, who the first vacation sort of kicks off a maybe unmatched run from the mid '80s until around the early '90s, uh, when John Hughes 
who is a writer and then a director, and then a writer director. He writes um, a movie called National Lampoon's Class Reunion. Then he does Mr. Mom. And then in, in 1983, he writes The First Vacation. And then from then, he has a ridiculous run of writing and directing 16 Candles in 84, then The Breakfast Club in 85, then writing European Vacation in 85. Wait, he then, wrote the, uh, the Breakfast Club? Yeah. In 16 Candles? Wow. Yep. Rowan directed both those. Um, so Breakfast Club, European Vacation, and Weird Science all in 1985. Wow. Oh. He, he writes all those, directs Breakfast Club and <clears throat> Weird Science. Writes Pretty in Pink in 86, writes and directs Ferris Bueller's Day Off in 86, does uh, Some Kind of Wonderful and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles in 87. And then it kind of like, yeah, after Planes, Trains, he has, uh, she's having a baby, a movie I don't know anything about. The Great Outdoors, a movie I don't know anything about. Then in 89, he writes and directs Uncle Buck and writes National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. In 1990, he writes Home Alone. Sort of stops after that into the early 90s. So yeah, that's like a seven-ish year run that rivals... Like the Beatles seven issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. It's a lot of just like crushed it. Just yeah. generationally defining movies for Gen X of just like all the main things that you think about for them. Yeah. Um just, yeah, just an, an insane run, insane heater of a time. And he did die in two thousand nine at age fifty nine, which is if you're just going to write and direct movies, that's pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he lived too hard and too fast. He made all those in way too short amount yeah. of time. You know, I think he writes the Home Alone movies or at least gets credit for creating the Home Alone stuff. He does like the, all of them. Yeah. Oh. He at least uh, he created the characters, so he at least gets credit in all oh, of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, he also did the Beethoven movies oh. in the 90s. So even though it wasn't as like hugely, it was still super successful, obviously. Mm-hmm. Those were fun. So yeah, he's... um. He's, he's a dude. He's an absolute dude. We'll do John Hughes movies eventually. I have a trivia game if you want to play it. Yeah. I, absolutely. I was going to be worried there wasn't a game. Is this the same rules we do the hand raise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do a hand raise. Okay. Count uh, raise. So this one's just straight up. <laughs> Damn it. This one's just straight up. Like I said, I was uh, sick earlier this week. That's why my voice has been crazy this episode. And um, I just, just Googled Christmas movie trivia and I took 10 questions from a website that had the funniest name of any results. And that was uh, independentlyhappy.com, mm. which sounds like someone who's divorced <laughs> and like really insisting <laughs> that they're happy about it. I'm doing fine. Thank yeah. you. They um, weren't the one who asked for the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Look at my Christmas trivia. Um, so this is from that. Um, sassy divorcee, here's to you. Um, your glass of wine. So, um, like I was saying, uh, in independentlyhappy.com provided, unbeknownst to them, this uh, these ten trivia questions about Christmas movies. I'm just going to tell you, like, in what movie does this happen? And you tell me the name of the movie. Okay. Cool. All right. Love Christmas movies. Let's go. Uh, if you can come up with a Muppet pun, it's a bonus point. <laughs> Yeah. It's still Muppet Pun. Between two curves. I thought it was my pun. Oh, no. And, and with that, we have successfully mentioned the Muppets in yet another episode. Uh, the the streak continues. Should it be cat puns? Sorry. Oh, cat puns. That's, that's yeah, probably okay. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's basically it. So the, the three contestants, uh, there's 10 questions. They're not going to take that long, though, unless we take a long time to think of puns. Uh, yeah, raise your hand. We'll go by order of raised hands. If it's close, we'll all decide who came first. Let's go. 
in what Christmas movie does a boy's mom make him wash out his mouth with soap? Noah was first. Uh, Christmas Story. That is correct. Yes. Love that movie. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. One point. Well, it's one point. I'm waiting for to see if anyone oh. has a pun. A cat oh. pun on a Christmas story? Oh, no. A catnip story? Yeah, that's kind of stretch. Seems like the table doesn't like it. The table says no. <laughs> that's all right. I say no too. That's a tough. Yeah. Oh, I could like keep cats, going. Cats miss story. Cats miss story. Yeah, I don't know how many of these are going to really lend themselves to that mechanic we just thought of. Whatever. Okay. Uh, what Christmas movie has Santa defending himself in court as to whether or not he's really Santa? Noah's in first. Oh, uh, unless Greg was in first. No, no, no I'm back up. You're um, my periff. Is it the Santa Claus? It is not. Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, it's a classic movie. There's been a couple, at least, versions. The really classic ones in black and white. Um, can I still guess? Oh, yeah. Is it Miracle on 34th Street? Yes. All right. Yes, it is. Good job getting the correct street. Yeah. Any cat puns in the audience? Give it to you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you can do something with 34th as well, that's that'd be yeah, I guess Meowical's good enough. Furry fourth. <laughs> that one's more stretch. I don't know how we feel about it. I, like I don't want the points. I don't even want the points. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so one, two, zero. Yeah. Okay. Um, what 2004 Christmas movie was the first all digital capture film? Uh, the Polar Express. Yeah, this one's got got a pretty easy one for a pun, I think. Um, Polar Express. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Nailed it. That is what I was thinking. It's good. Nailed it. Two, two, one. As of October 2021, what's the highest grossing box office Christmas film of all time? That's a weirdly phrased thing. I should have rephrased it. I have no idea. Elf. Nope. Good guess. Wait, since when? As of October 2021, what is the highest grossing Christmas film of all time? Is it Die Hard? It's not Die Hard. Um, Do you guys want additional hints or I guess, Noah, do you want to take a guess since Uh, the other two did? Is it Cats? (laughs) <laughs> it's not cats um, throw, throw another hint I, 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 I want this one it was a 1990 film for a while but the current highest grossing one is a 2018 animated film I think computer animated 2018 computer animated that was to my knowledge at least the third version of this oh. story is it the Grinch yes oh, oh. that's a good one uh, the 2018 wow. Benedict Cumberbatch doing a, an American accent Grinch. I didn't know he did a Grinch movie. Yeah, that's still weird to me that he it, he was the Grinch. Yeah. It was on today at our niece's house. And we were just like, oh, we have never seen this movie. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a weird vibe, right? I don't really remember. It is weird. Yeah. What 1988 film starring Bill Murray is a modernish retelling of a movie we did earlier in this uh yeah okay you got it it. scrooged yeah it's scrooged did you say that was your favorite um Uh, that was one of the only other no i actually like muppets uh, christmas carol better that's the only other one i've seen like that's what you said Mm -hmm. i trailed off because everyone got it before i finished answering the question in case you're wondering why i just started mumbling out there Uh, yeah Scrooge is right. No, does anyone like I said? Not, not a lot of these really lend Scratch? themselves to <laughs> Scratch. Mm. That's not bad. <laughs> Scratch is pretty I'll take good. That. Right. I'll take that. I'll take it. Four, three, two. 
What Christmas movie stars Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad as dads trying to find a sellout toy for their sons? I think Greg got it. Jingle all the way. Yeah, and that's what I really wanted to do, but um, everyone either saw it or would not respond to my messages. I had already seen that one. I'd seen it. Yeah, I feel like it came out at a good time for us. Um, That one has maybe some potential just because it has more words in it. I got nothing. No. I feel like Jingle's already like almost a... Oh, You're right. almost there, Cat yeah. Toys. Yeah, cats right, wear cat bells, toys, right, yeah. yeah. What 2011 animated film depicted the story of Santa's two sons vying for the position of Santa Claus? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, Greg? Fred Claus? No, oh, but I think you're in the guess. right general yeah. area. I've never seen it, but... No? That was going to be my guess. No, I don't know. I don't know this one. Nope. This one's Arthur Christmas. I would not uh, have got that one. That, that okay. one, I've heard of it. That's, I think, the most obscure one here. Yeah. But it's still, I mean, you know, no shots. I'm not trying to be mean to Arthur Christmas. I'm just saying. <laughs> that was the one I thought you guys might not get. That's fine. Um, so now there's three more. There was one that was kind of hidden with the other one. Knew so it. That's, <laughs> So you still got three chances left. All right, here we go. What 2003 Christmas movie sequel... Features Martin Short as the villain. So this is a 2003 Christmas movie sequel that features Martin Short as the villain. I think Greg's in there first. Santa Claus 2. Nope. I just knew it was a sequel. Santa Claus 3. <laughs> What's the full title? Oh, no. <laughs> Jack Frost. No. It's, a, it's, it's like the other ones. It's a pun on Claus. Even though the Santa Claus is also a pun on Claus. It's not the Santa Claus, but like the different kind of Claus. No, it's uh, they're That's all the Santa Paul. Claus. <laughs> the Santa Paws? So all of the Santa Clauses are the pun of Claus. But this one has another Claus pun. Uh, it's just fun with homonyms. I don't remember. Uh, it's Santa Claus, the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Claus. Oh. Uh. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that he does play Jack Frost in that, I did right? remember yeah. that, yeah. Good job. Good job. I, knew, I, I got I that far. Was Jack Frost in the second one. No. No, the second one is he needs to f- get married. Married within 30 days. Mm-hmm. While, oh. while he's gone, uh, Spencer Breslin makes a. Like a robot version of him that becomes some kind of horrible dictator, yeah. fascist. Oh yeah, weird. so then there's like, a, there's like a Real fascist weird. robot version yeah. of Tim Allen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Santa Clauses are weird. Which movie? This is a movie I haven't seen, but I remember the title of. Which movie tells the story of a couple who offend their neighbors by planning to take a Caribbean cruise for Christmas? Oh, I've seen this, but I don't remember the title. Ooh. Is it? Four Christmases or something? No. Nope. No. Wait, what, what is it? That one has, that's the one with the four Christmases on it. Ah. Uh, I, I I know this movie. I just. Oh. Uh, no, it's a, it's a theatrically released movie, which movie tells the story of a couple who offend their neighbors by planning to take a Caribbean cruise for Christmas. It's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it, doesn't it? Uh, this one, I wasn't sure if you guys would get I no either. But when you hear it, you'll be like, oh, I've heard of that before, but maybe you haven't seen it. I have no idea. No, I've Jamie seen Lee it. Curtis. Quite possible. But yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Mm-hmm. See? Uh, as well as what? Tim Allen. Uh-huh. You also got Dan Aykroyd in there. M. Emmett Walsh, famously oh, mentioned man. in our 
Blade Runner episode? Oh, I might know this one. Yeah, they don't decorate their house for Christmas and all the neighbors get really angry and then the kids end up coming. Oh, it's, uh, oh, oh, crap. It's not like... It's like one of the, the youngest brother from uh, this one in the middle seems does to be not sound too. familiar to me at all. Oh, oh, Christmas with the cranks. You got it. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Well, we got there eventually, so I am going to have to keep in all that. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it seem like he got it faster. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So last question. Winner or take something. Which Christmas, which Christmas movie has the line, Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. The Grinch? What's the full title? Oh, the Grinch That Stole Christmas? No. What? No, but it's like... Not the Grinch That Stole Christmas? It's more of like a, like a pondering kind of thing. <laughs> I, no. I, I mean, you you can gonna, figure it out. You can figure it out. Um, the Grinch? I don't know. <laughs> so how the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's supposed to be one of those like Mandela things that Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't figure... Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, in my head, I was thinking mm-hmm. it's just the Grinch that stole Christmas. And if there's other clauses or different kinds of names and stuff like that, I didn't, you know, I didn't verify any of these. I just really trusted independentlyhappy.com. So. <laughs> they Sounds can't like a be good wrong. source. <laughs> yeah, I didn't check any of these. I did it 20 minutes before I came here. So, right. you know. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Noah wins again. You guys keep I'm losing right. to Noah. <laughs> he's he's I'm, great. I am the reigning champion. Right? Didn't he? Didn't he win the Muppets one, too? pretty sure Probably, yeah, I, I think so i will say i am the creator of that website <laughs> i'm the single divorcee <laughs> he is independently happy good for you that's good for you buddy and uh, i have the peloton treadmill and it's great <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> i killed my kid and i'm happy about it so now i'm independent probably lift up that thing when you get home make sure there's no one under there <laughs> it sucked my husband right down to hell <laughs> the threshold of hell. Speaking of Nancy Reagan, am I right? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, that was good. I think I cut out everything besides that one reference to Peloton and Nancy Reagan. Yes, just please. Just leave it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good. Weird episode, but thank you. Guys. <laughs> Um, just so you can, you can check your, your app right now and, and just see how much we've cut out. The recorders tell me we are at two hours and 23 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> so final cut will probably be like the 215 mark. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I think that was the definitive episode on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This is late to the movies and you can find us on Instagram at late number two, late to the movies underscore pod on Instagram. Like I said, I don't remember if it's podcast or pod, but if you get to pod and it hasn't popped up yet, keep typing. Um, it should well before that because you're already following, obviously. Uh, you can find our T Public store by Googling it. And um, thanks for being on, guys. I've been Ben. That's uh, Noah, Ray, and Greg. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Merry Sorry. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Play ball. <laughs> <laughs> you inhaled. I thought you were going to do a bit or something. Me? Yeah, yeah. It no, I was like just excited. Were... It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I'm going to go watch Cats now.